The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is indeed and ready to go. Look at that. Phone line's already open and uh, ready for your calls. 416-870-6400. And uh, there you go. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address. But here in the now, the phone calls. We had a couple during Savannah's show, I know, and they were employment-based, so we told them to, uh, to call back, and please do, if you're uh, still standing by, 416-870-6400. Having problems in your workplace, suffering from COVID-19 as far as uh, losing your job, questions about the CERB and uh, EI and, and this 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 massive ball of confusion that is living in the world right now as a as a worker as somebody who has a job and trying to maintain a family and a presence and pay your bills and all that stuff if you have questions bring them on that is why we are so focused on this topic for the last several weeks and i know leor you're on earlier this morning with uh, with calvin uh talking about that stuff you even got phone calls on that show as it pertains to employment so it is a busy topic so we are ready for you again 416-870-6400 leor here to answer all of your employment and cerb questions questions and again just like savannah show prior covidrights.ca there is even a section and uh good information on the cerb there as well so uh, how are you pal you sleeping yet or what uh, no, no no sleep here for the uh, for us busy people but that's okay and you know i do yeah. want to wish you and everyone else a happy easter you bet and uh you know normally you and i wouldn't be doing this show live on uh, on an easter sunday but given everything that's going on, given everything that uh, I'm, I'm dealing with, the questions that I'm answering, the, the interest in these topics, we wanted to try to give as many uh, people the opportunity to call, to ask questions, hopefully have their workplace questions resolved, whether you're, you're working and you want to know what your rights are. Do you have to go to work? Do you not? What happens if you're worried? If you're not working and you want to know what you qualify for, you know, what does, can your employer lay you off? Do you get the CRB? What about EI? Well, call us with those questions right now. Employment law has never been more important than it is right now. We're here to answer as many questions as possible. Things change. Uh, things change quickly. The government announces new things, and we want to really be able to stay on top of things here so that you have some comfort, hopefully, because there are resources, thankfully, that allow you to, to get compensated while you're off work. So if you're uh, worried, well, give us a call. Hopefully. Hopefully, I can help you at least give you some direction. And you know, one of the things I really wanted to always talk about here, and we've talked about this on shows, but it, it, we have to come back to, that's the CERB. Yeah. So just a reminder for everyone, as as we do the show live here on the Sunday, what the criteria are, these may change. They could change in the coming days. But right now, the criteria to qualify for the CERB, and again, that's the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, is you have to have been, or you have to have lost your income as a result of the virus. Now, that's key. So if you lost your job or your income for other reasons, uh, maybe uh, it's uh, something that happened before the virus came in, or maybe you were let go because the company says you you were uh, not behaving properly, some sort of misconduct issue, not directly tied to the virus, you would not qualify for the CERB. But if your job or your income was uh, uh, eliminated because of the CERB, as long as you've earned $5,000 over the past year, uh, mm-hmm. Or in 2019, you qualify for the CERB. That's $500 a week, $2,000 a month, right now up to four months. That's very, very important. The, the caveat here, John, and this is something we've talked about, but people have to remember, right now, it's only for those individuals who have lost their income totally 
and completely. Right. So if you're earning income, but it's even if it's a lot less than what you're earning before, you do not qualify. Now that the government says is going to change. It hasn't changed yet. I ho- I'm hoping that in the next day or two it might. But right now you only qualify for the CRB if you've lost your income completely. Uh, and then uh, you can apply online. Within 48 hours now people are getting paid, which is amazing. Uh, and that's your recourse, John, if that's your situation. And uh, for everybody who's confused between that and going on EI if they've lost that job, is it true that anybody after March 15th is automatically put through the CERB pipeline? Is that how it works? That's exactly how it works. If you became eligible for EI after March 15th, even if you actually applied for EI and not the CERB, you're automatically going to be shifted over to the CERB and start getting that benefit. So... You may have applied for yeah, you're going to get the CRB and you're going to continue getting the CRB either until you're uh, back to work or for a 16-week period. If after the 16 weeks you're still not working, you're automatically going to shift into EI. Now, that's a good thing because if you can only usually get EI for the certain number of months, or 10 months, what have you, now you can get that 10 months plus the four months of yeah. the CRB. So that's actually a good thing. And uh, $500 a week, that you get the gross amount. But remember, you're going to have to pay taxes on that at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's $500 taxed. It's pretty good, too. I talked to a couple uh, a couple uh, of friends and acquaintances earlier this week. They just applied, and they would already started getting money. So the government is, is pumping this cash out quick, which is good on them because people need it desperately, man. They, do, they, uh, they need it for sure. We're uh, going to take a short break here. Yeah, I want to get into it, give you time to grab a phone, make a phone call. Again, if it's about that CERB or EI or what to do, uh, you know, maybe it's a constructive dismissal. You can still, employment laws still apply is what we're trying to say. So bring it on if you're not sure about that as well. 416-870-6400 or help at employmentlawyer.ca. You can use that for uh, for email as well. Employment Law Show is up and running on a Sunday afternoon right here. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It sure is. 416-870-6400. You have questions about your employment, your job, possibly being laid off, temporarily laid off, C-E-R-B-E-I, the whole working, uh, not only the COVID pandemic, but also the unemployment pandemic, the layoff pandemic is is crazy out there. You've got to have questions. Bring them on. We'll get to our first call of the day. Uh, Kirk, thank you for uh, for calling back this hour pal how are you i'm good how about you good man what's uh, what's your question okay well i'm i'm uh, deemed an essential uh worker right mm-hmm. now and uh, doing deliveries so um they've implemented our company's implemented you know no contact um you know leave your packages at the door um you know we don't have to collect money so forth um but the thing is, um, I have I have underlying health issues, and um, one one is one of those issues my my employer is actually aware of, and I'm wondering if if I refuse to work, um, um, based on my um, weakened immune system, uh, during the pandemic, uh, would the insurance company pay me disability? 
So the, 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 there's two problems. Number one is if you refuse to work uh, in this situation, your employer actually may consider you to have resigned and you may actually lose your job with no compensation, no severance. And if it's your decision rather than a decision mandated by your doctor, then an insurance company won't pay you either uh, because the only time an insurance, a disability insurer would pay you is a situation where you have a doctor that says you cannot work. So the best way to deal with this is to speak with your doctor. And if your doctor is willing to say, yeah, you cannot and should not work, then number one, you can actually be off work legally, right? Because the, the goal is not to lose your job. And number two, then yes, you can potentially apply for disability benefits. But you have to have that support from your doctor. It, now, if your employer is otherwise allowing social distancing at work and, and not requiring you to be shoulder to shoulder with people, then the only recourse then is your doctor. It has to be your doctor. And if you don't have that, and if you decide, and I understand why you'd be concerned, I'd be concerned too. I'm not trying to belittle this in any way. But despite that, if you don't have your doctor's support, that's going to be considered a resignation. That's a problem. Okay. Um, now, um, I'm, I'm concerned also that if, uh, if I do get a letter from my doctor and I apply that during this time, um, I, I'm, I'm, feel, I'm going to give you the sense that insurance companies are going to be even more cutthroat because they'll just say, well, you know, you've got a benefits available through the government. You, you know, you, you should go through them, and they, they probably would just uh, decline your payment. Do you, do you foresee something like that? I, I do. To be honest, I do foresee something like that. But keep in mind, it does not change their legal obligations. The fact that they may not want to meet those obligations doesn't change their obligations. So if you're ever in that situation, if your doctor says can't work, the insurance company says too bad, well, that's when you reach out to us. We'll deal with that. We've been dealing with that for years. We're gonna, we've been dealing with that even more over the last few weeks. So we'll help you. But you got to go to your doctor. you got to get that doctor's note. Kirk, appreciate uh, appreciate the reach out. Thank you very much. And uh, here is that uh, number to carry on uh, when and if the uh, the time and uh, the situation arises. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That will put you in touch with Lior and his uh, his crew. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But for the here and now, you want to make your phone call four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Mary, let me get you in here just before we uh, we go to break. What's your question? Yeah, hi. I have a daughter that's in university that was working part-time in retail up to this COVID situation. Uh, mm-hmm. She's trying to get, she's trying to apply to the CERB, but they're requesting a, a record of employment. When she tries to contact her companies, there's no response, like people are not there. <laughs> so how do, we, how do we get this record of employment? And is it absolutely necessary at this point when she's applying or can it be sent later? So, so I think your daughter is actually not applying for the CERB. She is applying for EI. So she should apply for the CERB. She does not need a record of employment for that. Okay. So she should apply for the CERB. She could do it online. She could do it over the phone. Uh, she's and she's then, doing that online. She's doing yes, that but online. I think she's she's doing EI. Uh, that that's the, that's the difference. So she probably is kind of going through the EI process, which also can be done online. But that's not the process she needs to go through right now. And in the meantime, so she can get CRB. In the meantime, she can work on work on getting her record of employment. If her employer is giving her a hard time, I'm happy to get involved and help her. But for the CRB, you actually don't need the record of employment. In fact, you don't even need to be an employee. Uh, so, so that's what she needs to do. I, I, I guarantee you she's been applying for EI instead. So that's, uh, Mary, that solves the problem. Thank you.
Appreciate that, Mary. Thank you for uh, for your time. We'll take a short break. Right back to your phone calls. Bring them on. we got open lines and ready for you. 416-870-6400. You have CERB concerns, COVID-19 job concerns. That's uh, that's what we're talking about as well to the uh, regular employment law stuff. So you got lots of time. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You bet. And uh, by the way, when the show is uh, is done for the day, you want to reach out further to Lior and the team. It's one 821 5900 You have the option of help at employmentlawyer.ca. Email address and for the next little while, covidrights.ca as well. There's lots of information on there about the uh, current situation we're all facing and about the CEO. ERB there as well, the benefit program that you can uh, search on that website, covidrights.ca. Um, it's a it's a uh, CRA portal, uh, Lior, the CERB, and it's uh, I think they, they wisely did it that way because a lot of people who, for the most part, are going to be doing this legitimately on the up and up. They're not going to game the system, but if they do, um, the tax man could come a-calling, right? Well, the, the actually, the government has said this. They said pretty much anyone that applies is going to get it, like literally okay. anyone, uh, because the government doesn't have the ability right now today to vet these applications. They just don't have the manpower. They don't have the time because they need to make sure people get money so they can make so they can live. Mm-hmm. But at some point, as is always the case in life, you're going to have to account for this money. You're going to have to pay the piper. So if you're going to say, I'm going to try to game the system, or maybe you're not doing that. Maybe you're not sure, so you're, up, you're going to apply anyway. The problem with that is this. When you're going to file your taxes, CRA then is going to ask you for the proof. Show me that you qualified. Show me what your income was, etc. And if it's determined you don't qualify, well, the government has said that there will be repercussions. That may mean you're going, you may have to pay the money back. That may also mean you're going to have to pay fines and penalties and interest. So it potentially, mm-hmm. you know, that $2,000 a month that you got could cost you more than that. So you have to be careful. And it starts by yeah. understanding what the criteria are. We, we created this uh, uh, CERB calculator on covidrights.ca. It allows you to answer a couple of questions and find out if you qualify. So check it out. If you're not sure, call me or email me. But you don't want to be in a situation where you maybe didn't understand and because of that you applied you got the money and now you have to pay it all back so be smart about it and you can call right now if you have questions about it 416-870-6400 is the way to do that uh kevin thanks for joining the show how are you pal i'm good yourself good sir what's uh what's on your mind man uh what's on my mind so my daughter's a uh net rider thing uh she's worked the past two summers at uh in toronto uh, full-time hours, so basically four or five months in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, she made 5000 last year. Now, this year, because of everything that's going on, there's no job available. Is she allowed to apply for CRB? So, strictly speaking, the answer right now, as we talk on this Sunday, the answer is no, and, and simply mm-hmm. because the CRB is for those people that were working and lost that job because of, of the of the virus. Now, that is a problem not just for students. It's a problem for other people that may have lost their job a week before and now can't find a job, right, because no one's hiring. Right. 
And the government understands that, and they've said that they're making some changes to the program to allow other people and more people to qualify. Now, I think that's going to probably be announced in the next couple of days. The government first wanted to deal with the wage subsidy that's dealt with. So I think the Uh next thing on their agenda is the CERB. So I do believe, uh, Kevin, that she will be ultimately able to qualify. But right now, as we speak today, she does not qualify. Yeah, I told her the same. I said, just back off for now because we're not sure and you don't want to start receiving something that you shouldn't be. And, and exactly. But but keep, keep an eye on things. And we're obviously going to talk about that on our show every time we're on air as soon as things change. Uh, but as, as of right now, this moment, unfortunately, Kevin, she doesn't qualify. Yeah, and, and that's probably thousands of students that won't have a job this summer. So, yeah, right. I, I agree. Okay, thanks. I appreciate it. Kevin, appreciate uh, your time. Good luck with your daughter as well. And reaching out uh, if you need to any other time, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred and help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the way to do that. Um, they people should still be aware that even though in these uh, very bizarre and hopefully once in a lifetime times that are going on, employment rights uh, still still uh, still qualify. They're still there and still robust. I want to talk to you a little bit about that uh, in in a sec, uh, Lior. But first, Frank, uh, thanks for calling through. Frank, what's uh, what's your concern? Uh, I'm wondering if I qualified for this uh, emergency fund uh, that the government set up. Um, I recently had settled a severance package with a former employer in early March. I then uh, was working part-time three days a week, approximately 15 hours or so before the shutdown occurred. So I'm wondering if I would technically qualify for any uh, relief fund from the government, even though I so-called have a severance from a settlement. It's a great question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is actually. A, Never thought a, about a, it. Yeah, it's a great, yeah. great question. So the the you also were at least five thousand dollars over the last year. Is that right? I'm in in twenty twenty. In twenty nineteen. Oh, definitely yes. Okay. So and and I I'll give you my thoughts on that. I assure you there there is no clear cut answer on this. Again, this is a brand new program, but because you're actually not working right now. You know, this is money that's owed to you on account of the previous job that, that you lost. Because there's money that you're not earning uh, right now, you, you had a job and you lost it, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't qualify. That's my view of this. This is my interpretation of this. Uh, we don't have any precedents, right? It's not like there's been cases like that and then the government decided yeah. here's what happens, here's what doesn't. But I have to give you my opinion. You asked the question. It's a great question. Uh, and, and my view on this, again, you're not working, you're not earning income. The fact that your previous employer paid you on account of the job that you lost shouldn't, in my view, impact your ability to qualify for the CERB. Okay, so even though I got, let's say, for hypothetically, uh, twenty five thousand uh, deposited in my account, and I basically got that as uh, I'm going to have to report as income in my twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's absolutely fine. No, in my view, for the, exactly the reasons that I've said, because you're not working right now, that you don't have income coming in now from employment or for some, from self-employment, uh, despite the fact that there's money that was paid to you previously, no, you, you should still be able to qualify. Okay, let me throw one more thing on there. What if I'm, say, collecting uh, a pension of some sort? Even that won't impact it. 
No, and, and that that is a common thing. That's something that I feel more comfortable with. Even if you're collecting a pension, that's still if you lost your job, you said you had a part-time job. If you lost that job, you would still qualify if you're not otherwise earning income from from work uh, right now. Okay. Okay, Frank, appreciate that. Uh, Kim, I see you there. We're going to get to your call after a, a little break here, a little tiny break. We'll take that and uh, get right back into it. It's uh, 416-870-6400. That is the number to call through. Ask your questions to Lior. Bring them on. 416-870-6400. Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, right back at it, covidrights.ca, good website you can use anytime. There's lots of information there as it pertains to uh, your life and your job with COVID rights at covidrights.ca and a section on CERB, a CERB calculator, if you will, is uh, included in that. 416-870-6400 is the, uh, the place you want to go. Kim, thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your uh, your concern? Sure. I'd like to find out if we have to uh, provide our tax slips for 2018 and 19. Uh, Provide it to who? Well, it's the government of Canada. So they would, if you didn't do your tax in 2018, would you not be eligible for this, this grant or this coverage? So you, if you earn more than $5,000 in 2019, and if you now lost your job because of the virus, you qualify. Now, if you were paid under the table and there's no, uh, there's no taxes paid, then yes, you're going to have a problem because CRA is going to say, well, you didn't earn that money. Oh, if you say you earned it, now we're going to penalize you for not declaring your income previously. So if you have income that you earned, taxable income that you earned in 2019, $5,000 uh, or more, then you can qualify. Otherwise, I guess you don't qualify. Okay, but what about the year 2018? Must you have filed your No, 2018 is irrelevant for the CERB. It's either over the last 12 months or in 2019. Okay. No, I've claimed all my income. However, I just had that question. Someone was noticing on the site from the government that there was two tax years mentioned. Not for the CRB. They would have looked at something else. 2018 is completely irrelevant for the purposes of qualifying for CRB. Uh, so, so there's nothing to worry about there. Kim, appreciate uh, appreciate the phone call. Appreciate your time. Moving on to Vic. Hi, Vic. Good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, just have a question. Um, I'm still working right now, thank God. Um, but uh, my question is: Let's say my um, employment gets affected three months from now because of everyone being affected by work now, like uh, my work slows down. Um, do I still qualify three months from now uh, for the CERB and then EI afterwards if anything, uh, if it has to go longer? Uh, yes, you yes, you, you do. You, you would qualify uh, up until October, okay? So, uh, yes, you would qualify even three months from now. And then once you get the CRB, if and when the CRB runs out, if you're not back at work, then you can start getting EI. So for now, if you're working, that's great. Uh, but up until October, you'll be able to, to qualify for, I think it's October 4th, but I don't recall the date. It's early October. Uh, you can qualify for the CRB. Thank you. 
Appreciate it, Vic. And uh, we'll move on here. 416-870-6400 is the way to call through, ask your questions. Dean, you're uh, you're up next. How are you? Oh, pre- <clears throat> excuse me. Pretty good, thanks, gentlemen. How are good. you guys? Great, fantastic. What's uh, what's on your mind? Good. Um, um, yes, I'm I'm self-employed, and um, I unfortunately I didn't file for the taxes for the last two years, and was just wondering if I'm if I am eligible uh, whatsoever for for this for this ERB. So here's the thing, and again, I'm not a tax lawyer or, or an accountant, but here's the issue that I'm going to foresee. So, do you qualify? The answer is sure, but I can foresee there being problems when, at the end of the year, CRA says, okay, now you need to give us proof that you qualify. So they're going to say, okay, show us the income for 2019, and then that may open all kinds of doors you don't necessarily want opened. So that's right, something right, you need okay. to consider. So it's not a question of do, do you qualify. If you had income, and if you lost your income now, then you qualify. It's a question is, do you want to deal with whatever issues this is going to create for you? Uh, I think it's you probably want to speak with either a tax lawyer or an account. If you need a referral for a tax lawyer, I can provide that to you. But I, I can, you know, with my limited knowledge of, of tax issues, I, I can foresee that being an issue. Is that right? And um, what, what, when you say an issue, um, um, what kind of issues would you kind of foresee? Any, any, anything that you could well, offer? Well, if the CRA says, show me that you've earned income last year and you, you show them that you didn't file your taxes, well, you know what I mean? That's, that's the issue right there. Uh, if you had income that should have been filed and you didn't yeah. file it, well, again, I don't know what they're going to do, but could there be fines, penalties, taxes, uh, interest, potentially? So that, sure, that, that sure. would be my concern in that situation. Dean, appreciate that. Going to move on here, 416-870-6400 to, uh, to get your questions on the air. Love talking to you. Lee, you're up next. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you guys, gentlemen? Good. Yeah, we're hanging in there, fellow. What's, uh, what's up with you? Uh, same. Uh, currently at work right now. Um, just my question is related to right now our work is doing, if you show up to work and the nurses and the employers find that you might have a symptom of any sort, a cough, a sore throat, or whatnot, it's an automatic send home uh, right. for 14 days to quarantine. Now, my question is, do I automatically apply for the CERB benefit, or would I be applying for um, the EI benefit as under a, a type of sick uh, benefit? And would I be, say I come back in, 20, in 14 days with no symptoms, is that money now have to be repaid back if it's under the CERB benefit? So it's a great question. So first of all, uh, the government has said that those individuals that would qualify now for EI sickness benefits would actually get the CERB. So therefore, yes, you should apply for the CERB. And if you meet the criteria, which is two weeks without income, um, and then obviously you've earned at least $5,000, you will get it back. So you you will get the, the payment. And if you go back to work, you do not have to repay it. Because the, the initial criteria is being two weeks without income. If you meet that criteria, you're going to get your $2,000, which technically may mean you've been overpaid because you're only going to be off for two weeks, not four. Uh, but that's fine. There won't be an obligation to repay at that point. Obviously, you wouldn't apply again for the next month if you're back at work. But you can apply if you're off work right now with, uh, for two weeks without any income. Okay, great. Perfect. Now, that's, that's, would, that, would that be something that you'd have to be off for just say it's the two week period, but um, 
forever how for forever how long you have to be off for with a symptom. Like if you have a symptom, um, and then you know the 14 days is up, you you come back and they they tell you that you know if you had any symptoms since then or you cleared, would this just be a continued payment every month of the two two thousand? It would be once a month. So you, you, you apply now, you get one payment, and then you have to apply within four weeks to get your next payment. But again, obviously, if you're back at work at that point, you're, you wouldn't apply. So okay. if you're not back at work, maybe you've been laid off, or maybe you know the symptoms persist and you're still off work, then you absolutely can apply at that point and get a second payment. Lee, got to uh, got to take a short break here. Appreciate your time. You want to reach out after the show? That's uh, that's easy. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca for any more concerns. The website covidrights.ca has got a wealth of information there as well. And for the remainder of this time, still got lots. Bring them on four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. That is the number to talk to us here for the remainder of the employment law show. On Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. If uh, you don't get on during the hour of the show, you can reach out uh, afterwards anytime, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. But we're going right back to the phones, get all the calls in. Nav, thanks for hanging on. Hello. Hi, Hi sir. How are you? Good. Thank What's you so going much on? For, uh, thank you so much for this show. So my question is that I've been laid off from my company on 15th of last month, and uh, I was like totally not working for 15 days, and I applied for my EI, and I got my EI on the 6th April. Uh, I'm sorry, on the 6th. And um, so my question is to you is after 30th of last month, I start working as a full-time on some self, like Uber kind of uh, app. And I was working for full time, and I applied my updated my status that I'm a working for that particular thirtieth to this month tenth that I'm a full time. So my question is to you that will I be, for example, if I'm not continue with this job, will I be again qualified for the benefits by the government or like EIE or not? Yeah, that's a that's a problem. And here's here's how I I look at it. If if you are let's say you're, let's say you're driving Uber. Uh, and if you decide, okay, I'm not, I'm going to stop driving Uber, then the government's going to say, well, you decided not to work, so because of that, you don't qualify. I mean, if Uber said stop working, that's different. You would qualify, but Uber is not going to do that. So the way the current system is working, you would not qualify for the benefit. But and, and this is the good news. The government said that that's a very common issue with gig employees, people working like that, like with you with Uber, for example. So they're making changes to the to the benefit to allow you to qualify. How that changes uh, change is going to work and exactly when it's going to be implemented, I think it's going to be this coming week. But how exactly, I don't know. But right now, the way it's structured, Nav, you would not qualify. Okay, my second, um, but parallelly, my question is rising. My my official job is the job where I work, right? So this was a, just an, a part-time job which I started, and I feel like I'm earning, so I keep pushing up myself to work out because nowadays, I'm uh, actually, I'm driving Uber. So nowadays, the people, this coronavirus is getting rising day by day, and it's making me panic as well. Like, people sometimes cough in my car, and, like, mm-hmm. I, I sure. don't feel safe. So uh, parallelly, I believe the Uber is not safe to drive. I, I it, It's... I'm, I'm pretty sure about it, right? So this is the question. So if I, uh, if for sake Uber does 
not stopping their services it mean i will be not qualified even because my official job i believe my official job is where i work right from the last two years yeah even still even still because you you are earning income uh, and you know if you hadn't for example started driving for uber then you would you would be able to qualify for the benefit absolutely but because yeah. you've, you've started working uh, and i can't blame you i mean i, I would want to do the same uh it, right now you wouldn't qualify now but i think that's changing so hang in there hopefully in the next couple of days there'll be some news on that front ali you're up next uh welcome to the show hi thanks thanks for having me and sure. uh, i really appreciate you taking your time so i have uh this is actually for my wife my wife's a nurse and uh, she's a nurse in the long-term care, which is uh, like 30% long-term care and 70% retirement residents, which essentially mm-hmm. means that uh, they're very for-profit. Um, so they laid her off actually last week, believe it or not. And uh, I think they mentioned that it was due to funding and something about, you know, different CMI or whatnot. Some quotes, they brought the union rep. She signed the paperwork. I think she, we were okay with her, you know, getting laid off at this time as well because of all the, you know, corona and everything. Um, now... I guess the question is, you know, this was, the reason she got laid off is that there's, they mentioned it as that it was due to funding and obviously not due to corona. Um, so would she still qualify for the CRB or should she, should she be applying for EI? So she should be applying for EI. If the, if the reason the job loss is not because of the virus, technically speaking, it should be EI. Now, between us, how would the government ever know? I, I don't know how they would. Uh, there's really there would be no practical way for them to check that given the timing but in terms of how this actually works because it's not COVID related it should be EI and that's fine I mean depending on the situation she may actually get more money from EI because the CRB it tops out that maxes out at $500 uh, EI could be more than that up to 560 right. so yeah she should apply for EI okay all right yeah so that's my only question is just because they are uh, you know they are kind of saying it's they just built a brand new site next to their mm-hmm. thing that they haven't built the capacity obviously because of the whole situation that that's our, just our assumption but we'll go ahead and just uh, apply for EI exactly thanks, so thanks Ali appreciate that Richard Alex everyone else hang on we'll get to you got to take uh, one more small break here and right back into the phone calls it's the employment law show global news radio you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Try to get to as many calls as we can here with our remaining time. Alex, thank you. Uh, You're up next. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Yevon, what's up? Yes. So um, I'm in a different situation. I've been in business over 30 years. Uh, My worker usually start working early March, 1st of March, December 21st. However, I am open all year round, but I'm mostly seasonal because of what we do. And we take care of emergency, uh, storm damage and whatnot. Now, this has happened. My guys were laid off last December, 2019. Now they're ready to come back to work March 1st. Things get delayed because of this. Quite a few emergency circles came in. Both of them were, or three of them were collecting EI for a very short period of time, which is February, uh, March and February, I would say, or January and February. And, uh, now they say, well, you know what? This is kind of sketchy. We don't really like this. However, we took every measure procedure possible to make them alone in vehicles, you know, working close to each other. They decided that they want to stay home and collect free money from uh, Mr. Trudeau. 
So I'm out there operating on my own, supplying that emergency service that is required. And uh, I got calls coming in from other people in my industry saying, you're still open? I said, yep. They said, well, I'll come and work for you because my job and I'm laid off and I got no work. What do I do with these employees that are refusing to come back to work? So Alex, they have an obligation to come back to work as long as they can practice social distancing on the job. And you said very smartly that you've made arrangements for that to happen. So if they still refuse to come into work, you do have the legal obligation to treat, or their legal right, I should say, to treat that as a resignation. Uh, if they don't come to work, that's what you can do. And in fact, you may want to tell them that. Say, just so you know, if you don't come back to work Monday or whenever, I'm going to consider that you have resigned. I'm going to give you a record of employment saying you've resigned. That may get some of them to come back to work because that should also disqualify them from getting the CERB. All right, that's illegal what they're doing, trying to collect money when they could be working. So that's your yeah, option. And, if, and then you can get whoever else you want if, in fact, these people have resigned. There's a very few of us in the country and what we do so uh, in my industry, uh, self-distance is, is, is the thing we do every day because we're, we are burst. You're removing trees that are yep. tall. You're working with dogs. You're working with ropes. You're working with an aerial truck. You know, close to each other at any time. So that's what you and do. You can't sure. consider them. I would let them know that that's what you're doing. Give them that opportunity. And if they don't come back, Alex, that's your recourse. Consider them to have resigned. And if you need to hire someone else, go for it. Alex, appreciate the time. Got to let you go. Got a few calls here still on the uh, on the lines ready to go. Richard, you're up next. How are you? Good. Uh, you guys are good. That's good. Anyway, I'll yep. get right to the point here. Uh, I sure. work construction. I do road building. I got uh, laid off early last year, uh, the end of October. I applied for EI, collected unemployment, but my unemployment ran out in February. I usually go back to work road building in April, and uh, here I am. So... Am I entitled to uh, anything? Uh, and, and Richard, do you go back to the same company? Company? Yeah, I work for the same company every year. I'm in the union, so I'm on the union list to go I back see. to work. But now they've canceled all the residential construction, new construction. So Right. So so you, you would qualify because you are still employed, and the reason you're not working now is because of the virus. So, yes, you can get EI yeah, as long as you've had your $5,000 over the last year which yep. I'm sure you had, then, yeah, you would qualify for uh, for the uh, CERB, and you can apply as soon as possible. Okay, and one other thing quickly is uh, I did apply for it already, and they uh, basically told me on the phone that I'd be receiving a check within 10 days. Okay, yeah, good. Then then you, okay. you've done what you're supposed to. Absolutely. That's exactly what okay. you're supposed to do. Appreciate it, pal. Moving on to uh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Quickly, what's, uh, what's your question? Hey, Chris. Hi. Hi. Quick, Chris, what's your question? Uh, I have a question because uh, I have a part-time job and a full-time job, but uh, recently I got laid off uh, temporarily for my part-time job uh, last Wednesday. And on my full-time job, I'm getting less hours. So I just, I just want to know if I will be entitled of the package that the government's giving us. So, Chris, right now, the way the, the program is, you would not qualify because you're still earning income. But that mm -hmm. is changing, and, and I think in the next couple of days, we're going to get the news. But right now, as of this Sunday, you don't qualify. I expect by next Sunday, you will be able to. So stay tuned to the announcement from the government, and we'll also talk about that on this show the next time we're on the air. Chris, you got the uh, final call here as we wrap it up. Uh, how can we help you? 
Hey, Chris. Hello? Yeah, you got the final call. You got about a minute here. What's up? Hi. Hi, Chris. You have a question? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm self-employed, and I have uh, two companies. I'm getting a payroll from there. Uh, okay. Am I qualified to apply for the CERB? You do qualify if you've stopped earning in- income completely. So if you're still m- earning some income, you would not qualify, Chris. If there's no income because of the virus, then and as long as you've earned more than 5000 in the last year, you can and you would qualify for the CERB. But like, uh, do I qualify for two, the two companies or just one company? I, I, you were breaking up, so I didn't hear. But if you have any income from either one right now, you don't qualify. If you don't have any income from either company right now, you can qualify. Chris, thanks for uh, making that final phone call for us. It has been a busy afternoon. As always, this is a crazy topic, and we'll continue to do it again. We're back at it tomorrow night right here at 7 o'clock. In the meantime, you want to go to uh, employmentlawyer.ca, help at employmentlawyer.ca for email address, and uh, the phone call one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, and also covidrights.ca, that website. Have a look there as well. We'll catch you next time. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.